on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have. Andy and DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get right into it. I don't even feel like doing the intro. We all know what it is. We got mm-hmm. shows within the show. We got a fee. You got to pay it. Otherwise, you're a hoe. So don't be a hoe. Share the show. Hashtag no hoe zone. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get right into it, yeah. man. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring something up. You know, fitness. We talk about personal excellence being the this ultimate. Is a re- this is a record intro, by yeah, the way. Fuck, yeah, fuck, man. <clears throat> now I'm going to make it not a record. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> No, but we, we, so we talk about personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion, the super important. Um, and one of those things um, encompassing is, that, is, is fitness, right? We talk about it quite a bit. Have you seen, I'm sure everybody's fucking seen it. I know you've seen it, but there's been an update here. Have you seen this uh, article that came out from MSNBC? The one they did about me without naming my name or my 75 hard program and then tried to act like it wasn't about me? Right. Yes, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. And, so- and, they figured out finally that every time they they name me or seventy five hard that it blows it the fuck up, dude. So now they just left me out. Well, so so for those of you guys who don't know, MSNBC put out this article, um, and this was one of their uh, tweets that they uh, they they tweeted out posting this article. It says the far right's obsession with fitness is going digital, okay, but it backfired in their face because this this uh, Fox News did an interview, all right, and I have this headline here of this article. Man down 113 pounds tells MSNBC not to politicize getting healthy after column ties fitness to far right. It's a, a fucking awesome article read. Awesome article read. I thought we could dive in, uh, dive into it a little bit. I haven't here. seen this. Dude, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. So the article goes, it says, uh, a man who lost 113 pounds over the past year called out MSNBC for a column tying white supremacists and Adolf Hitler to physical fitness. Um, you were in the article a little bit. I was. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, he's, he's, he says, "Quote: Please leave fitness." I was about to get excited, dude. <laughs> so it says, "It says, quote: Please leave fitness and getting healthy out of the polarization we see in every aspect of American life." Dave Dana, who's thirty-one, told Fox News, "Quote: I can't stress enough how not interested." I am in someone's personal politics at the gym. Makes sense to me. Uh, he says, quote, my hope is that we can set aside the clickbait articles like this and focus on mental health and physical health and move forward, he continues. Uh, MSNBC columnist Cynthia Miller Idris wrote in her piece, quote, pandemic fitness trends have gone extreme, literally, uh, that researchers discovered, quote, fascist fitness. Groups post uh, groups online uh, that are radicalizing young men with neo-Nazi and white supremacist extremist ideologies. Uh, she said young men are first lured in, quote, with health uh, health tips and strategies for positive physical changes, uh, then are later invited to closed group chats and exposed to far right content. Uh, the column now this column was written back uh, in well, 2022. Well, let me stop here. They have no problem promoting far left content everywhere we fucking look. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's just state that. All right, you don't think there's nothing wrong with that? I'm just saying. 
Well, I mean, like, I mean, what is far right? I was just about to say the de- what's the definition? Far right is everything that isn't far left. Exactly. That's the definition they're working off of. The big now thing. they're trying to make it seem like they're talking about white supremacy and fucking neo Nazism and you know clan and all this shit. Like link they're it. out jogging together. Yeah, link it. Where's it at? Fuck out of here. Dude. I want to join one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so the article was written way back in 2022. Uh, but it, uh, Fox News writes and says it got renewed attention this week after MSNBC tweeted a link to it. Um, and that's the one that we just showed here earlier. Um, uh, quote, the far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. Uh, so Dana, Dave Dana, uh, said it was disheartening to see MSNBC dragging exercise, which has provided positivity in his life, into something as incredibly counterproductive as American politics. Quote, I wouldn't want to turn off any segment of the population from joining a gym, uh, from working on their health, because they might not want to be associated with the alt-right. I don't want to be associated with the alt-right either, Dana said. Quote, but that's not what I get from working out. Uh, Dana started his fitness journey in June of 2022 after he stepped on the scale and saw an error message because he exceeded the maximum 400-pound limit. That'll do it. A year later, he's down 113 pounds and has gained a following on Twitter from his daily motivational post about his progress. Uh, Quote, I specifically don't talk about politics. I don't talk about the culture war in my journey, Dana said. Quote, I don't do that specifically because my hope in what I see in the real world 99% of the time is that exercise, fitness, weight loss, and health is for everybody. Um, Except those on the far left. Uh, (laughs) I'm just being honest here. Um, Although Miller Idris acknowledged that fitness is mostly a hobby that is enjoyable and rewarding for brain health and overall well-being, she said its intersection with extremism, quote, leans into a shared obsession with the male body, training, masculinity, testosterone, strength, and competition. Yeah. Yes, it does. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Science. so it wraps up here, man. I thought this was a great story. I got his, uh, his, his, uh, his progress <laughs> pictures here. Um, but Dana said uh, he believes these are popular buzzwords the media uses to get clicks. Correct. Uh, quote, they understand what will get people on both sides riled up, and they use that, he said. Uh, Miller Idris also wrote that fitness and violent hypermasculinity have always been central to the far right uh, and linked physical fitness to Hitler. Uh, she said, quote, in Mein Kampf, Hitler fixated on boxing and jujitsu, believing they could help him create an army of millions. Uh Uh-oh, they're throwing Dana White in here now, too. Dana White's getting thrown up in there, yeah. And um, here's the weird thing, though. As a Jewish man, Dave Dana said he doesn't appreciate likening anything to Nazi mentality. Quote, I don't think it's relevant or useful to make that comparison, he told Fox News. Uh, And even if you're going to make it, I think it falls flat of what they were trying to do. Very, very interesting. So here's Dave Dana. Uh, here's his progress picture. Oh, this is just a year awesome, in. Dude. You know? Killing it. Yeah, I thought I just thought it was fucking great. So, Andy, what do you got on this? <laughs> That's what, not him. What's wrong? Who's that? Huh? That's Hitler working out. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> is that a real guy? Yeah, it's a real guy. <laughs> Holy shit. He walks around like that? I guess so. Because <laughs> that's like a real, that's like a brand new picture. That, yeah, no, that's real. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what do I got? Yeah, but real shit. What do you got? What do you, I think this is like, it gives us a glimpse into like what a normal person living in America, how they feel. Yeah. And I think with We're the- We're tired of the shit, dude. Dude. 
And we we had this pandemic that killed a lot of overweight people. Like, let's be honest, yeah. right? And so, I mean, here's a guy who probably was well, sh- scared shitless when that happened. Well, let's state some let's state some clarifying observations. Number one, we've talked about on this show many of times why they want you to believe that big is beautiful and that 400 pounds is healthy, mm-hmm. and. The reason that is is because they know that if you are of that mindset, that you are going to consume their food, which is full of chemicals. It's fake food. And you're going to consume it as a mega consumer. You're also going to consume their data, which they feed you on their phone, which means you're consuming their propaganda. And they also know that if you get to be that size, you're going to be sick and you're going to require their medication. And if you're that big and you're that propagated and you're that sick and you require their medication, you're probably not much of a threat to them. All right. So that's what we're talking about here. And this is why when we say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion, it makes sense why they villainize this kind of stuff and people like me and my program live hard, which you can get for free, by the way, not a plug at episode 208. All right. I've changed your fucking life. Um, Secondly, typically far left people don't believe in fitness. Okay. At all. Because to believe in fitness, you have to believe in a core fundamental belief that when you put work in, you get a result, which is contrary to their entire perspective on reality. They believe that everything should be equal, and they believe that when someone else has something, that they deserve part of that in order to make the whole, right? Um, so the fundamental like misunderstanding of reality by these people who are on the far left makes them not gym goers or fitness people anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just something they don't believe in. And this is why when you see these people with, you know, that have the typical look, I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick, but let's be real. No bone truck, no muscles. No, they all look the same, bro. Yeah. They got fucking- Starving. Listen, it's one of two looks. It's either I'm super vegan and I look very unhealthy, I'm very thin, and I've got, you know, I got blue hair, pink hair, yellow hair. I got some fu- something weird that screams attention, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or- I'm a huge, disgusting blob of a person who's on the internet screaming my ideologies who's never accomplished fucking shit in their entire life because they don't believe in accomplishment. They believe in entitlement, all right? So here's the, here's the bottom line on all this shit. These people represent a very tiny minority of this country, and they have been propped up through technology for over a decade to believe that they are setting the standard, and they do not set the fucking standard. And do you know why Hitler stressed physical fitness so much? You know why? Because he actually believed that his citizens should be excellent examples of Germany. Mm -hmm. And he believed that if we were stronger citizens, then we would actually be more capable of being more productive, be a better society. And you know what? That's actually fucking true. Whether anybody wants to call it fucking inaccurate or whatever, or they want to say it's this or it's that, that's actually true. Okay? So, you know, this shit is absurd. Uh, keep writing articles about me though, because guys, I love it. Cause like when you write those articles, my shit goes up. So don't be so shy next time. Just call me by my fucking name. <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then dude, like massive props to, to, to Dave Dana, man. Yeah. <clears throat> fucking amazing. Dude. Uh, one thing real quick, what I love about Look how much happier he looks. I was just about to point that yeah. out, bro. Like, like you see the picture before and like he has a smile, you know, he probably told people he was happy. He probably yeah. told every, everything yeah. was fine, but his, his after of a year. You see genuine happiness there. Yeah. And and dude, when he when he loses his next hundred, which he's gonna do because yeah. he's already killing it, and he gets to be, you know, jacked and buff and all this shit, he's gonna feel even better. 
And then they're going to call him a fucking... And then you're on our side. No, but see, <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. He will get attacked by these people who probably used to be cool to him, mm -hmm. and it will push him further to that side. Yeah. Because that's how it works. You have a lot of common sense people who are who four years ago, you would have said, they would have said, you know, I don't really identify with, who are saying, nah, dude, I actually identify with the, the right because they represent what I stand for and uh, you guys are fucking assholes. And so these people are such bullies and, and they've been used to bullying, right? Because there has been no repercussions. For 10 years on social media, they've ran the fucking show. If you don't say one thing that they, if you say one thing they don't agree with, you're ruined. You're, you know, and they've empowered this very small percentage with favorable algorithms, uh, bot usage, uh, you know, favorable uh, uh, preference on their, on their traffic, all these things to make them believe that they hold the power. And it's very easy to believe that you hold the power when they suppress everybody else and cancel everybody else and fuck everybody else's lives up. And so what we're dealing with is the hangover of the far left believing they still control the narrative, which they fucking do not. And if you don't believe me, look at what's happening to Bud Light. Okay. And, and I'm not, I, I'm, I don't, I got a lot to say about that too, but the reality is, is people aren't buying this shit anymore. They're not buying this shit. They're not going, if you own a company and you're forced your fucking political ideologies down on people, they're going to reject it. And I believe that's going to be any political ideologies other than the core fundamental ideologies that America is supposed to stand for, which is that we're all here. This is all our place. We're all cool. Treat people nice, do good things, work hard, stand up, speak up, be proud. And treat each other good. And that, those things, you know, America-made, uh, uh, pro-America job, those are the, that's the culture that's going to win in business for the next fucking 20 years, okay? So any of you big companies, any of you CEOs, I know a lot of you guys listen to the show, if you fucking go with this shit, just understand, you're going to fucking destroy your own brand. That's real shit, man. That's real shit. Well, guys, it is CTI. Let's get into our headlines. Remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, you can go to andyforsella.com. You can find them there. Or you can go down in the YouTube description below and uh, find them linked there as well. Uh, so with that being said, let's get into our first headline of the day. Headline number one. This is a good one. Uh, rules for thee, not for me. Uh, headline number one reads, Kerry uh, erupts after his private jet use is mocked in house hearing. Denies ever owning one. This is great. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Special presidential envoy for climate, John Kerry, lashed out at House lawmakers during a committee hearing on Thursday over the criticisms of his use of a private jet that has emitted hundreds of metric tons of carbon, even as he battles climate change. Uh, so Kerry, who did not deny traveling on a private jet, was responding to Republican Representative Corey Mills, who told Kerry that he hoped, quote, it wasn't too problematic for your operational team and your private jet to get here. So this is uh, this is a video of John Kerry's response. And again, I mean, let's just watch the video. I just don't agree with your facts, which began with the presentation of one of the most outrageously persistent lies that I hear, which is this private jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. It, it just honestly, if that's where you want to go, go there. That's where we want to go. Yeah, that's exactly where we want to go. We're going there, actually. 
Well, I mean, like real quick, like, hold on. I got a question because mm-hmm. I'm a little confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. Right. But <clears throat> if you don't own the private jet, does it automatically not emit the gases? Do you have to own a private jet to ride one? No, I think you have to. But no, I think what he's saying is uh-huh. that if you don't own the jet, it's okay because it's actually emissions free. It's not you emitting it because you didn't own no, it. No, no. I think there's some sort of magical thing that we peasants don't understand, Got which is it. basically if you fly on a private jet, but you, but you don't own the jet, it doesn't actually put out any emissions. It's, a, it's emissionless. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's, but it's, it's, it's crazy because... Uh, this headline reads, John Kerry family private jet sh- sold shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. Even motherfucker did own one. <laughs> it's like, like, come on, man. Uh, so this is a first on Fox uh, News article. This was actually, this came back out, uh, this came out actually in February of 2023. Um, I had to dig it up for reference, but like, listen to what these motherfuckers did. This shit is, it's crazy. They think we're stupid. They, I, I, I mean, listen, like, I don't blame them sometimes because, I mean, you know. Well, you have to consider the people that believe their shit. Right. Okay? Right. Like, they're laughing at the people that vote for them. Yeah. These motherfuckers. Right. And we're dealing with those same people. We're like, guys, what the fuck? Can you not see what's going on? And they know that they don't see what's going on because they've been in Washington for 75 fucking years. Yeah, I mean, so they understand that those people, they don't think they're stupid. They know that they're stupid. Man. D don't mean Democrat. D means like dumbass. Yeah, D exactly. <laughs> well, hold on. What, what what does the R mean then? You know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> no, but real, like, listen to this shit, man. Okay, so John, uh, you Kerry. guys can yell at me in the comments. <laughs> Shit's funny. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but listen to this shit. So so John Kerry's family quietly sold their private jet to a New York-based hedge fund following intense criticism of the plane's carbon footprint in light of Kerry's work fighting global, uh, global warming. So the Kerry's family private jet, which was a Gulfstream G4SP. Yeah, that's an old one. Those are shitty. They're not even that good. Which is even worse because it's not efficient. Those are, like, those are like 20, 30 years old, that brand, that, yeah. that SP thing, yeah. G4SP. Well, the crazy thing is, so they sold yeah, it. and you're right. right. They are worse on emissions. I'm going to say they're probably worse yeah. on emissions. Not very efficient, Mr. Kerry. All right. Uh, but they sold it. So so, so this Gulfstream. Charter from Flying Squirrel LLC. Is that what they fucking call it? Yeah. So that, that... Do you know what a flying squirrel is? No. It's when you take your ball sack and you stretch it the fuck out. Shut it's up. It's a flying squirrel. You guys ever did that? Shut up. Oh, yeah. It's no, crazy. it's not. I swear. You think I just made that up? Yeah, a little that's bit, a real, actually. It's yeah. a real thing. You, like, stretch it out. You're like flying squirrel. <laughs> what are you doing? You just hold it? Like, yeah, like, like, hey, look, flying squirrel. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, see? No, what see? the fuck? That's no, a real thing. No, it's not. Yeah. Dude. Is this, like, Urban Dictionary or something? I'm telling you, that's what that fucking means. Hold on, man. Hold on. Is this Urban Dictionary? <laughs> like. That's what it means to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bro, we're going to get shirts say flag squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, What's fuck. it say? Uh, stretching your scrotum and balls over a person's face. <laughs> oh, shit. 
If this motherfucking name's a company. I fucking told you that's what it meant, bro. Okay. When are you going to stop doubting me? So All this, of you listening. So this motherfucker's I, listen, nasty. I do not fucking miss. This motherfucker's nasty. Well, that's what that means. These guys are all pedophiles anyway, bro. <laughs> we're, we're fucking surprised. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly. pedophiles. Allegedly. Uh, done properly, this will cover the person's mouth and nose completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. So, so he's fucking nasty. Hold on, hold on, hold on. To create a good suction, make sure your balls are warm before proceeding. See, there's <laughs> art to this. Not only did, did Not only did I know that it was a thing, it's like a real thing. Yeah, that's like, like legit. There's probably flying squirrel clubs. Injury can occur. Yeah, this motherfucker's in it. <laughs> yeah, this shit. <laughs> Bro. Hey. You're right. You're right. How many times do I miss? You, you're right. You're right. I it feels so good to hear. Yeah. So, I mean, bro, that's that's so nasty. I'm just telling you. So they had a fucking. They put it. They they put it into a company. The That's company the real the news. That's the real news. Yeah, like nobody's even talking about that. Come yeah. on, Fox. You guys should know what flying squirrels are. That's crazy, bro. So so they sold it, right? But it gets better. Uh, and and he admitted it in his fucking financial disclosing uh, that him and his wife they own uh, a stake in that company worth more than a million dollars. Okay. So they sold it. Uh, now it's listed as AV Aviation LLC. Um, and to this uh, company, a small firm based out of Waterbury Oxford Airport in Connecticut. Um, but it gets, it gets a little bit crazier than that. Guess what they did after that? After they sold the plane, they blacked it out. They blacked it out. So they, they, they filed what's called an LADD, a LAD, uh, which is a limiting aircraft data displayed. So you can't look it up on the apps. Can't fucking look it up. Yeah. So they sold. They're probably the motherfuckers still flying on it. Guaranteed. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <clears throat> it's just look, so bro. crazy. It's, it's crazy. So I got one more video for you because it gets checked. And uh, uh, this representative, Andy Biggs, he, he uh, tweeted out when this came out. Um, he tweeted out. He says he doesn't own one, but he sure does use one. Um, because reports came out. Uh, the reports came out that uh, last year. Uh, that the Kerry uh, family jet, the Gulfstream uh, G4SP, it made a total of 48 trips lasting more than 60 hours and emitted an estimated 715,000 pounds or 325 metric tons of carbon just since President Biden was sworn in office. And then they sold it once all this shit came out. Now, I want to show you the exchange real quick. This was the final exchange between um, John Kerry uh, and the other rep. Mr. Secretary, uh, in, in exchange with Mr. Mills, you uh, just testified under oath that you never owned a private jet. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to enter into the record uh, article here from February 15th of 2023 that the John Kerry family private jet was sold shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you stand by that testimony Not that you've never I, owned or I personally, your family? I your family. personally, yes. My <laughs> wife owned a plane and sold the and plane. You flew on that's that plane? Been, uh, not in a number of years, Bro. but I have flown on it, sure. And this article is not then in I did not have sexual relations. <laughs> he said, yeah, my wife owned the, it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't own it. My wife owned it, but look, it gets yeah. better. This isn't some kind of partisan gotcha. When we are asking Americans to make serious sacrifices as we transition for the common good, and your family and or yourself 
are flying around on private jets, that smacks of hypocrisy. It actually hurts your cause, Mr. Secretary. But I'll, I'll move on. I but, just but want to know sir, from a record sir, standpoint. Afford me the, the right at least to set the record straight here. I do not fly on a private jet. Uh, I, do, I do not fly. I fly commercially. Have on you flown all on a private jet since you've taken this position? Just, just let, me, let me just finish. I have flown five times in the last two and a half years on Millair, which you also fly on, sure. and or some of you who travel fly on, five times. Otherwise, all of my trips are commercial Have airlines. you flown on a private jet in a personal or official capacity since you've taken this position? Possibly once. I, I don't, I think, I just don't, I'm, I'm trying to think. Of I, I think you need to take the broader point of how this appears to the American people no, as we're asking them to. We're not asking Americans, we're not asking Americans not to fly. You know, you're, you're trying to create an unequal thing. We're not no, saying we're don't you fly. To lead by example, oh, Mr. Secretary. They don't, That's what we're at. You, which is hold on. They can't do it. They, is that it? Yeah. Okay. They don't care about being hypocrites. They don't care if they fly on private jets and you get told to not have a gas stove, and you get uh, a, 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 you know, an app on your phone that registers your carbon emissions that doesn't allow you to drive, or you get you know, fined because of your carbon output, which is the shit they do over in China, right? Which is what they're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. They don't care because in their minds, they're above you. You're a peasant, and they are not a peasant. They don't care about hypocrisy. They don't care if they do things that are in direct conflict with the message that they preach. And that's the biggest fundamental misunderstanding that's happening on the ground level in the United States right now. You guys think that these people care. They do not care. And they do not see you as part of their country. They see the United States as their country, and we are a nuisance that infests their country. And you guys think that's a hard, radical viewpoint to take. I'm telling you, that is how they see you. And then they come every four years and every two years, and they beg for you to vote for these people. We should never vote for an establishment politician ever again in the history of this country, whether they are Republican or Democrat or anything else. Someone who has made a career being a politician should never, ever, ever be voted for by any American, ever. We can start with this motherfucker. And everybody else, okay? This guy's a thousand fucking years old, okay? He can, this guy, I guarantee you, this guy pisses his fucking pants in a physical conflict with an able-bodied male that is hyper-masculine fitness expert, right? Right, right. Testosterone. This guy would get himself fucking killed, okay? We have the weakest, oldest, most corrupt people leading this country instead of the most able, the most intelligent, the ones that actually have some sort of fraction of care about the belief of what America should be and the people that inhabit it. Like these people do not care, bro. They don't represent that. They do not care. And so to think anything else is a mistake. You, dude, it's like going into the Coliseum, right? And back in the old days and you think, you know what? I really don't want to hurt this guy. So he probably don't want to hurt me either. So I'm going to walk up to him and I'm going to stick my hand. Motherfucker's going to chop your arm off, bro. Like you, we are getting killed because of our own idealistic expectations, which are not true. These people have no empathy for us. They do not care about us. They do not care about you. Oh, but no, him too. They don't care. 
They are better than us. They rule over us. And that's that. No different than what's happened in human history for the last fucking 12,000 years. You get people in power. What is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. You get people in power. They get there. They get comfortable. They start seeing themselves as different. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a media class, an entrepreneur class at the highest level. We're not talking about me. We're talking about people who are 100 billionaires. We're talking about people who control the biggest countries, the biggest companies in the world. We, we have politicians, corporate, and media interest class that look at us like we would look at cockroaches infesting our home. And that's what we have. And for you to give them any benefit of the doubt whatsoever as they're some sort of quality human being or that they have some sort of empathy for you or me or any of us would be a bad assessment. It's bad strategy, dude. You're sticking your arm out in the gladiator ring and they're going to cut it off. And that's what's been happening. They've been using our own good hearts against us for a long time. We all have to come together and realize who the actual enemy is. It is not your neighbor. It is not someone who has a different pigment than you in their skin. It's fucking them. The people who think that they can preach to you about climate, disrupt your whole life about climate, bankrupt you over climate, limit your freedoms over climate, but they can still live the old way. They can still do whatever the fuck they want. I can tell you this. I fly in a private jet everywhere I fucking go. I love it. But you don't want do, do we own? Do we own no, one? but I ain't preaching against it either. <laughs> I think you should all, I think everybody should get on one. Yeah, fuck it's yeah. fucking amazing, bro. How cool is it? Oh, it's, it's pretty can you fly any other way? No. Right. No, it's pretty fucking it's cool. It fucking is what it is. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So it is what it is. Yeah. Guys, private join in on awesome. the conversation. Let us know in the comments. Hashtag flying squirrels. Would you guys like to fly on fly on my private jet? What's the name of the company? Flying Squirrel. <laughs> when I get a private jet, I'm going to fucking paint a flying squirrel on this fucking side of it. One day I'm going to be running for president and I'm going to have a big ass plane like Trump, only instead of Trump, it's going to have a, I swear, this is what I will do. It will have a fucking squirrel with a cape and he will be flying through the air like Superman. Flying squirrel. Yep. And only like you guys listening to this episode right now will get the joke. We'll ever get it. Yeah. I, we'll laugh our asses off Mr. Forever. President. Why do you have a... a <laughs> oh, man, that'd be good. That's Rocky, the flying squirrel. <laughs> Guys, let us know what you think. Headline number two. Headline number two reads, No cocaine in here. Secret Service closes White House cocaine investigation. Biden administration is accused of cover-up over failure to catch suspect who left drugs in West Wing locker despite security cameras recording 24-7. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I, I don't. I, I think they're blaming it on the Secret Service. Mm. I, I don't. I, I think they're being forced to do that. Without saying too much, I know that's what's going on. Mm. I know you know. I do know. I know. So let's get into this. Uh, so, so the Secret Service is closing the investigation into the White House cocaine discovery because of a, quote, lack of evidence uh, in a stunning move just 11 days after the drugs were abandoned in a West Wing locker. Furious Republicans have called the shuttering of the probe ridiculous and accused the Biden administration of a cover-up, with agents unable to find a suspect despite poring over surveillance footage for more than a week. Uh, GOP Representative Tim Burchett said agents, quote, just decided it's just some weekend visitor and chalked up the entire investigation as, quote, another cover-up by the Biden White House. Uh, it's bogus, the Tennessee congressman added. 
that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. His comments came after the Secret Service briefed members of Congress 11 days after the cocaine discovery forced evacuation and a hazmat situation at the White House. Here is uh, GOP Representative Tim Burchett's uh, video. Hey everybody, Tim Burchett just left the most ridiculous meeting of all time with the Secret Service over the cocaine that was found in the uh, in the White House. So it turns out they don't know who did it. The investigation's going to be over at the end of the week, and they're not going to find out who who did it. And that's basically it. Another cover-up. You know, it's the most secure building in the entire world. You can't go in there. They have facial identification. They have. You got to give your social security number. Nobody, even the press, nobody goes in there without them knowing. This is a bad look on the Secret Service and a horrible look on this White House. So, more cover-ups continue. I mean, he's pretty pissed. Um, so apparently, enough. Yeah, not pissed enough. But apparently, the list of suspects was narrowed down to 500 people. Uh, Democrats said drug testing all the potential culprits would violate their civil liberties and insisted the cocaine was found in the area used by guests, not members of the Biden family. Let's make sure we're specific on that. Um, or those with security clearances. Well, Why would you even say that? Yeah, what was, well, there's no drugs in here. Not my pants. This is not even our White House. You know what I'm saying? I don't um, own a private jet. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't own a private jet. Oh, my wife owns it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not my cocaine. Might be my son's, but uh, since July 2nd, the Secret Service has been pouring over surveillance footage from cameras stationed all over the White House, but still hasn't managed to find a culprit. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden has avoided the latest White House scandal by escaping to Europe for meetings with foreign leaders. Um, Trump-era CBP director and longtime FBI agent Mark Morgan told DailyMail.com last week that the case is straightforward and could be solved in a matter of 30 minutes. Now, let's, let's put this together real quick. So first, when the news first broke, they said that it, it, came, it was found in the library, which is you know, open to public tours, right? But then after a few days, 48 hours later, they changed it. Oh, actually, it was found in the West Wing lobby, another place. That is open to public tours. Um, the West Wing lobby is the reception room for visitors of the president, vice president, and the White House staff. But it comes to find out that from this you know, classified brief they had, it was actually found in this third location, uh, which is the West Wing executive interest, uh, the entrance, uh, which is used by vice president, senior staff officials, and visitors to the West Wing. A very secure location. Extremely secure. Not just one that, you know, any normal day uh, American patriot can walk through. Um, so a full statement was uh, issued from the USSS, which is United States Secret Service. It was released today on the day's recording. Following the briefing, they gave a detailed rundown of what the agency did to investigate the matter. But it concluded by saying it could close uh, the investigation without finding who brought the cocaine into the White House. Um, it says, at this time, the Secret Service's investigation is closed due to a lack of physical evidence. Uh, CNN jumped on it, of course. Um, this is also at the same time that FBI Director Ray is getting uh, blasted for covering up the Biden administration. Um, he's been going back and forth with Representative Gates, uh, Jim Jordan. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Andy, what do you got on this? Well, <clears throat> it's my personal belief that this was never meant to be solved and that this is actually part of the demoralization of the image that we have 
for our country. The White House is a sacred place. The White House is an important place to our culture and our country. And it's representative of America at the purest form. And what I think is that this was actually put in there, discovered, and then created a, a massive buzz in order to demoralize people's image of this country. That's personally what I think is going on. I think they know exactly who did it. I think they know exactly why it was done. And I think they're blaming the Secret Service um, to make the Secret Service look incompetent, which is another way to demoralize what we think of our country. Okay, so I, a lot of this has to do with demoralization, in my opinion, and the ruining of the prestigious view and opinion that Americans may have of their government. Um, that's my take. And I don't, you know, okay, so they got uh, 24-hour surveillance footage. This is no different than January 6th. Where's that shit? Oh, they released a little bit of it for the news, but not all of it. Where's the rest of it? They released what they wanted you to see. Yeah. And and dude, this is this is this is absurd. Um people should be fucking pissed about it. And that's what I think. I I you know, I I'm I'm so tired of seeing this country embarrassed and made to look like buffoons and intentionally destroyed in the eyes and the hearts of their own American citizens. I'm sick of this shit. Like I'm fucking sick of it. And, you know, when I look at these people's faces, I, I start to get, like, legitimately physically angry. That's to the point where I'm at. So, you know, I'm tired of these people walking around, you know, making the rules for us and then not abiding by any of them. I'm tired of them doing totally insane shit and not being held accountable, like taking money from foreign governments and then making policy decisions around them. I'm tired of the weak politicians in Washington, D.C. that pretend like they're doing something when they aren't, okay? Half of these people that yell at these people on, on these uh, congressional hearings are in on it, too. It's all an act, okay? These people are up there screaming at, you know, John Kerry and screaming at, you know, whoever they have there, embarrassing them, and then they do nothing about it. It's all theater, dude. It's all fake. And these people go behind closed doors and they fucking go to dinner and they smoke cigars and they play golf. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't go too hard on you, did yeah. I? And then, yes, exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. And people have a hard time understanding that. That's exactly what goes on, okay? These people fucking are friends behind the scenes. They all get along and they're all on the take. They're all getting paid. And that's the game. That's the game attorneys play. That's the game politicians play. And it's all theater. It's all fake. It's all bullshit. And what's happening here is the intentional demoralization and the reduction of the prestige that we all hold uh, the White House and the United States of America to be. It's the ruining of the image in our hearts and minds of something that we once loved uh, and once believed in. Oh, that's real shit, man. Guys, let's chime in on this conversation. Uh, hashtag not my pants in the comments. Let's get it. These people who have done this stuff, <clears throat> they deserve the harshest punishment possible. Let me if you let's say I'm you, not talking about the cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the ruining of this fucking country. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because dude, like, I mean, here's the thing, dude. It's gonna take some fucking. It's gonna take many years to regain the image of this country and what it's supposed to be. Like, that's not gonna happen overnight. We can get back control, get everybody held accountable. It would happen a lot quicker if these people were held accountable publicly. Yeah, yeah. 
That's real shit. But you I mean, know, even, and, even and, talking and, about the pride of the this nation. Point, at this you know? point, DJ, this is on the shoulders of these people that are that are up there in Washington, who are who were elected by us, Republican or Democrat, to represent us and represent this country. There's a lot of fucking cowardice happening in Washington D.C. right now. Okay, like we're gonna have to fucking sacrifice some stuff to get our country back, and allowing you know these people to get away with their shit. Over and over and over and over again, not saying anything, you're complicit at this point. Yeah. Because they're going to destroy our country completely if people don't get some fucking balls and speak the fuck up and tell the truth. And unfortunately, we're not there yet. We're not there. We got a few people that are doing it. Yeah. But we don't have enough doing it. I'm talking about the people up there. I'm talking about the real American patriots that ha- happen to luckily inhabit the Washington, D.C ecosystem and there's not very many but my advice would be to figure out who the fuck they are and to take some action on getting the word out about what's actually going on and uh you know stop just doing what the fuck you're told because compliance is what's created this whole mess yeah right the whole reason we're here in this point in time is because of the masks it can be all traced back to the masks. had people said no to the masks, then none of the other shit would have been able to happen because yeah, they, they got a temperature check and of our that's obedience right. that's correct and they stopped it. And, I, you know, I remember a couple of guys saying that when it mm-hmm. happened, you know, whatever happened to them. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they were, they were, they were going to die. <laughs> no, they're dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. they are? <laughs> they don't even exist. No oh. Let me ask you this. So for, for the person listening to this, this show right now, what's, what is their role in this call for accountability? Like, what are the things that, that, that people listening to the show right now can be doing? I think they need to be calling and emailing and harassing their local elected representatives for accountability. I need, you need to be, you know, calling their phones, leaving messages, sending emails. Everybody needs to be pushing because what's happening is these people can't accurately see the temperature of us from there. Mm. All right. So they're not, they're not, they live in an echo chamber up there, bro. Everybody's friends. It's a whole culture. They all play golf together. Like I said, they all go to dinner together. They all, they all exist together. And there's an echo chamber up there that is, com- that is miles, hundreds of miles out of touch of what people actually want. And what people want is they want accountability. They want to know that they can trust the justice system to actually hold people accountable. Dude, when there's a two-tier justice system, that's part of the demoralization as well. When people start to understand, like, these people can get away with things, but you can't. They accept it. And what they're actually accepting is their role as peasant class by doing that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when you, when you accept that Biden and Hillary Clinton and this class of people, Barack Obama, and all these people can do whatever the fuck they want and get away with it, when you accept that, what you're actually accepting is your role as a peasant and that they are your superior. And so accountability must be had if we're actually going to keep this nation pure and we're going to keep it to the point uh, and, and to the premise of what it was supposed to be, where all men are created equal and treated equally. Um, and people are going to have to see that. That's reality. It's going to have to be accountability. It's going to have to be public. It's going to have to be had or people will never trust this country ever again or never believe it in again. Yeah. And the reason these people continue to get more and more and more aggressive is because they understand that that's what waits for them if they don't win. They understand this is, this is life or death for them. 
So that's why they continue to push. Yeah. So that's why they're going to push harder. Yeah. And I, we said this years ago. We said one of two things is going to happen. They're going to pull back or they're going to push harder. And they've chosen to push harder. And, you know, now you have the media um, attacking a film about trafficking children. Why would the media attack a film about trafficking children? Why would that? Why would they do that? Oh, it gets worse than that. Why, why, would they, why would they celebrate grown men dressing up as women and shaking their private parts in Lions little squirrels. kids' faces? Oh. Why, 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 why? Why, why are they creating names for pedophilia and, and like trying to like create pet? There, there's nobody in this country that can deny that pedophilia is now being pushed to be accepted, not only here in the United States, but around the world. All right. We have the elected officials in Spain that we covered a number of months back screaming in debate that young people, meaning children, are allowed to have the right to choose who they want to have sex with. This woman was screaming at the top of her lungs in Spanish. We played the clip on the show talking about how children if, can consent. Okay? Why? Why? I just want you to really think about it. Why would this be? Why would they try to normalize this? Why would they attack anybody who's talking about human trafficking and let's also mention the fact that human trafficking in reality actually looks a lot different than what that movie shows. You guys want to think that it's like, you know, a bunch of guys doing a raid on some, you know, jungle place where there's keeping kids as slaves. But what you don't understand is that America, the United States, is the biggest hub of human trafficking on the planet. And so you're, you walk down the street every day and you go to the mall. And you go around to places and you see victims of this everywhere you go. You just don't realize it because it's hidden in plain sight. And so if it's hidden in plain sight and we have this situation with Jeffrey Epstein, no accountability, Ghislaine Maxwell, no accountability. Everybody knows what was happening on that island. And then we have, you know, all of these little breadcrumbs sort of trailing towards, you know, them making pedophilia seem like it's no big deal. Why would they be doing that? My opinion is the reason they're doing that is because they understand that it's going to come out in the wash. And when they, by the time it comes out in the wash, they hope to have normalized it so that they are not held accountable by it. Because we're not calling for accountability now. That's right. So <clears throat> what can people do? People can start fucking using their voice. They can stand up. They can do what we talk about every single show, which is become a personally excellent human being, raise your standards. That's the cultural answer. Raising your standards, living at a higher standard, becoming fit, becoming intelligent, becoming financially able, unplugging from their matrix. That's part of the solution. That's a cultural solution. But there actually is a real solution on top of that that must be had. And that includes accountability. Because without accountability, how can we ever trust the institutions of this country again? How? I'll never trust them. Without accountability to the media for the lies that they told and the, the millions of people that they ruin their lives, whether it be people dying on a ventilator or being denied ivermectin, which is now a proven recommended COVID therapy, which they literally deplatform people for. Without accountability for this and what they did, how could we ever trust any of these people again? You can't. So people need to be calling for accountability. 
and they need to be pushing it on these on the their elected officials from their state as hard as they possibly can all the time. And then they need to be using their voices all the time. You cannot be afraid of this. When you're afraid of look at what's happening with the sound of freedom. Are, oh, I got that next. Hold yeah. on. Are people afraid of it? No, because now they see that everybody else is with it too. You know, everybody else has been with it the entire time, guys. All these it years, just happened. Yeah. All these years that you've been, you think the tide has changed. The tide has not changed. the The curtain has been lifted. Okay. The bot traffic, the the censorship, the favorable algorithms, the Hollywood Fortune one hundred. Politico matrix has been discovered. Everybody sees what's going on. So it was always that way. It wasn't that the tide changed. They were always promoting these things to make them seem like they were the popular things. They had everybody in Hollywood promoting this crazy shit. How did they get everybody in Hollywood to promote this crazy shit? Do you think everybody in Hollywood just happens to be one of these people? No, they own these people. These people are chosen for their compliance. They go along, they get the rewards. They become rich and famous, but they just got to do this little things, right? That's what we're dealing with. Yep. We're, dude, this country belongs to the fucking people. This country does not belong to these people. It does not belong to a, 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 a small group of ultra-rich elite people that are willing to do anything, say anything, to, to fucking take from us, dude. They're take, what, how much more are they going to take from us? How much more you got? I'm just saying, how much more are we going to let them take? Yeah. They take your peace. They take your health. They take your finances. Time. They take your time. What else? What else are we going to let them take? And if you don't fix the problem, your children are going to have to deal with this problem. So you should really fucking do a gut check about what you stand for and what you believe to be right. Oh, I can't. I can't talk about it because, you know, the people at my job, man, fuck the people at your job. You have a chance to make a difference. Your words and actions right now at this point in history have a chance to change fucking American history for real. And all you got to do is be a little bit courageous. That's what I think. It's real shit, man. Guys, let us know where you are. Um, Move on to our third and final headline, headline number three. You brought it up a little bit, touched on it a little bit. Um, we covered the last CTI about the Sound of Freedom movie. <clears throat> it's over $50 million right now at the box office. Um, and that's all great. Um, you also mentioned the um, uh, politician in Spain, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we got some shit happening in our own borders, right? But there is a little twist on this I thought that was important to bring up for the show. So uh, headline reads, California Democrats block bill to make child trafficking a serious felony. Why? Why would they do that? Why would they do that, really? Because they don't want to be because they don't want to be convicted of a serious felony. Obviously. <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> what let's move let's move this that reason off the table. Let's say you and I are tinfoil hat conspiracy. Like whack jobs. Uh -huh. Okay. There's, there are, obviously they're not trafficking children. Right. Okay. For sure. All right. Let's take that. Let's take that shit off the table. Obviously they're not pedophiles. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're conspiracy. Forget everything I've ever said and you've ever said or thought. Let's remove those. Let's remove those things from the table. 
Why would they do this? You want their answer? Yeah. They're, they they said because it's to uh, uh, prevent overcrowding in the prisons. Mm. You mean after they just, you mean the prisons that they just emptied during COVID? Right. Right. Oh, that's, that's interesting, Andy. And so, so we've now adopted a mindset in this country where we'd rather let people who harm children and violent criminals be on the street than violate their human rights by keeping them in prison. That's where we've moved to. Here's what's really going on. They're guilty of this shit. A lot of them are in this culture. They want violence in the streets. They want crime in the streets. They want disorder in the streets. They want chaos in the streets because just like they say, out of chaos comes order. And they are burning everything to the ground. They are demoralizing every viewpoint about this country that we've ever loved and ever thought favorably about. And they are creating a scenario where they're going to have so much chaos on the streets and so much chaos in the world up to and including pedophilia to where people will fucking gladly accept any sort of order at all as long as it just cleans up the crazy shit, even if it's communism. See what I'm saying? I mean, cause guys, think of it this way, right? Like, you know, crime is so bad outside, you don't want to go nowhere. So if you don't want to go nowhere, you don't feel safe going anywhere. You got, you know, pedophiles and murderers running into the streets rampant. You're going to just stay at home. And when you're at home, you're going to consume more of their fucking propaganda. You have no real way of interacting with the fucking real world. No real temperature check. You're not going nowhere. They want you. They want you scared because the moment they get you in that, that, that state of fear, you're theirs. They own you. Yeah. And, and to, to me, this whole thing is crazy. But like I said, there is a little twist on this story. Um, that I would also like to get your take on, Andy. So the Public Safety Committee, which has a Democratic majority, declined to advance Senator Grove's bill known as SB 14 on Tuesday, and some members expressed concerns, Andy, about the effectiveness of the three strikes rule and longer sentences. Come on, Andy. You can't have longer sentences, right? Uh, so the committee, which has eight members, voted down the proposal with two Republican members voting in favor and six Democrats abstaining. Uh, and no votes. To me, that's the same as voting. Wood chipper. Wood chipper. All right. Now, here's the twist for you, okay? Wood, no votes against... Like, dude, when these people play this partisan shit, yeah. those, those people belong right in there with the pedophiles. Yeah. Okay? This is our fucking kids, bro. Well, that's the thing. And, like, you know, uh, the senator, I have a picture of her here. She brought her grandkids up there yeah. during the vote. Right? Where'd like, she vote? Which way she voted. No, she's the Republican that introduced it. She's actually the most conservative uh, Republican in the state of California. Um, But here's the twist, okay? She has to go to battle every single fucking minute of her life. Dude. Living in California. Dude, it's rough. Uh, So here's the twist. Let me make sure I got the the source correct. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle, okay, that wrote this article. Um, The headline reads, A child sex trafficking bill is roiling in the California capital. Um, So they go into it, and it starts off. In an unusual move, Governor Gavin Newsom and leaders in the state assembly worked with a conservative lawmaker to revive a bill to increase criminal consequences for child sex trafficking after progressive Democrats shot the measure down in committee. Newsom rarely publicly announces he wants to intervene in the legislature's work, 
and legislative leaders rarely publicly question the committee's votes of their fellow Democrats. It's especially unusual in this instance, given that the bill in question was authored by one of the legislature's most conservative members. Uh, The move comes as Newsom and other state leaders are under increasing pressure to not be seen as soft on crime. While the state's violent and property crime rates are at relative lows compared to recent decades, Californians' concerns about crime are rising, according to polling by the Public Policy Institute of California. They're relative lows because they're not getting reported. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm glad you caught that. Um, So currently, child sex trafficking is already a felony in California that carries a uh, prison sentence of 5 to 12 years or 15 to life if the crime involves force, deceit, uh, coercion, or violence. Um, So I thought that was was an interesting uh, twist. So Gavin Newsom's trying to... I, is, is now, Why do you think he did that? I'm say, I, I want to ask you that. No, I'm going to ask you. I, don't, I mean, dude, it could... It, I think that this is an example that he, he saw they were showing too much of the fucking color. And he's like, hold on. That's going to bring way too much fucking heat. They're not ready for that. Can't be, we can't be knocking down bills like that. I think, I think what this was was a move to kind of ease the public temperature. Because, again, like kids... That's the line for the majority of people. Look at this guy. Look at him. Do you think he's a total dumbass? No. I don't think so either. No, I wouldn't give him that. Have you seen him talk? Oh, for Have sure. Have you seen him debate? He's extremely witty. Okay, he's very witty. I hate his debate style because all he does is shout people down like most liberals do because they can't make actual points. This guy's not a dumb fuck. He realizes that the child thing is a fucking no-go for his run to be president. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. And he's correct. He is. However, <clears throat> look at your state. Look what's happening. Look at these people who are voting to keep harsh punishment for crimes against your children that you elected to represent you, who use your tax dollars to do whatever the fuck they want. Okay. These people are in complete violation of their oath to serve and do what's in our interest as the American citizens. And any politician, any politician that votes either uh, abstains from voting or votes in the favor of a law that somehow protects pedophiles or people who do crimes to children deserves to be held accountable with those people. That's real shit. And that's a hard line that every single American, no matter what you think, no matter what you think of politics, no matter what side you identify with, no matter what, you should agree with. That has to be the line. Yeah. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of these keyboard warriors on the internet and these fucking crazy motherfuckers all over the internet who don't even know who the fuck they are. Bro, the suicide rate for transgender people it's like fucking near 50%. Okay? We have detransitioners. It's not because they can't cut off their dick. Yeah. It's, it's not because, because they're not happy. That's correct. Yeah. It, like, you, you cutting off their penis and giving them a vagina that they have to fucking, like, stretch whoa, open. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. Bonus hole. Whatever. Bonus hole. You gotta be- Is that what the fuck they call it? Okay. Bonus hole. Okay. You cutting this off or, 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 or sewing shut a female's vagina mm-hmm. and 
making them a penis, okay? Whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. That's not, that's not keeping them from killing themselves. It's probably actually when the data comes out later, it probably increases the chances dramatically. Now, they will never let us see this data, but I bet if you did the studies right now, because this has been going on long enough, you would see that the actual suicide rate of trans people is higher post-surgery mm -hmm. than pre-surgery. That's and my bet. it's not because of trans hate. That's my bet. Now, I don't know the data, and even if I saw the data right now, I would have to very partially scrutinize where the data came from because of how politicized everything is. But my, that's my gut. I think it's, we see all these detransitioners coming out now who are saying, holy fuck. And we have these people voting for this shit to happen. Okay. We have a major problem in this country and it's not minor. It's major with, with people who want to sexualize children, with people who want to, uh, you know, normalize pedophilia, with people who want to sympathize with violent crime. Okay. We have a big problem here and it needs to be addressed. And the only way it's ever going to get addressed is if all of us stand the fuck up and say no motherfucking more. It's not happening. So that's where I'm at. Y'all free to join me. But I'm going to tell you this. I ain't with none of this stuff. You ain't, I, I, like I said on the last show, I have to answer for this at one point in time. Where I stood, what I said, what I believed in. Was I a coward or did I actually have courage? And you know what? I live by that. And you can think whatever you want of me. You can call me whatever the fuck name you want to call me. You can fucking say whatever you want. You can yell at me on the internet. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Because at the end of my life, I'm going to have to fucking say, you know what? I either stood for what I thought was right or I was a coward. And I'm not willing to be a fucking coward. This shit is wrong. And you all know it's wrong. And your silence is starting to become true complicity. You're enabling it now. That means you're part of the problem. That means no matter how big you apologize, how much you say you're sorry, how much you wish you would have spoke up, there's actually kids right now that are getting their lives ruined because of your fucking silence as an individual. So think about that and think long and hard about it because this is fucking fucked up. I never thought we'd live in a, in a, in a I never thought we'd see a day and age where pedophilia could even be talked about as potentially fucking normal. I never thought that we would get to that point. I never thought that we would get to a point where young kids would be encouraged with one therapy session to mutilate their genitals. But bro, you see what's happening in other countries right now too. While, while we're advancing the lightning of sentences and you know, normalization here, what, what's happening in other countries? They're doing the opposite. The castration. Yeah. I mean, like, like, and it's not just one country. Like, these are multiple countries. Because this is a global movement. It makes sense to me. This is going on in every country. People don't understand that. It's not just America, bro. And other countries are standing up to this shit. You know, we here as Americans, we don't want to be called names. We don't want to be seen as intolerant. The time for tolerance is fucking over. I don't know if you noticed. It's over. Okay? We've peaked over that point of tolerance. Now we've moved into a point where you either comply with their agenda or you're a bigot or you're a racist or you belong on the domestic terrorism list. You're a bad person. You're alt-right because you don't want to mutilate kids' genitals or you don't want them reading about blowjobs when they're in kindergarten or you don't want grown men dressed as women shaking their balls in front of their face or you, or you, want, to, you want to say a politically correct term like minor attracted people mm -hmm. instead of pedophiles. 
Like, bro, they're using Americans. They've first of all, they've conditioned them to be tolerant, and now they're using that conditioning to push their agenda through. And so the time for tolerance is fucking over. Real talk. Real shit, man. Guys, join in on the conversation in the comments. Let us know where you guys stand on this. But with that being said, that was our third and final headline. It is time for the final segment of the show, as always. Thumbs up, dumb as fuck. Guys, this is where we bring a headline up, bring an article up, go through it, talk about it. It'll get one of those two options. Uh, so with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads. Video shows mother in Cambodia saving child just seconds before home ceiling collapse. Dude, this is wild. Now, I know. Where do you find these at? Huh? Where do you always find these ones at? Uh, you want to give your secrets? Yeah, out? I, I mean, I can't give the magic oh. away, bro. I, I get that. Yeah, I find. I respect them. them. I find them though. Yeah, they're out there. I'm not one of those people that tries to dig for the magic questions. Mm. Like I got friends <laughs> who have no filter on the questions they ask me. Yeah, like they'll ask me fucking. I don't come from that world, bro. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like, like, is this something new in the world? We're like, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like before we get into this, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah. is this like? Something new where people feel entitled to know all of your information about your life in every way, shape, and form. Even people you're friends with. That's social like, started there, bro. Yeah, but like how much money you make, how much, uh, you know. Uh, <clears throat> crumple or fold. Huh? Crumple or fold. No, I'm just saying like people. Just personal shit. Yeah, like, like that shit. Like, like when I grew up, we didn't ask that shit about each other. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't talk about. It was better too because it was like this mysterious no, because you just wondered it yourself. No, bro. But like nowadays it's like, so what's your relationship at home like? Mm -hmm. Or how much money did you make? Or how much, and like, dude, this shit has become popular in social media for clicks and shares and it's ruined society. Like there's no boundaries anymore. Yeah. Like motherfucker, I want my life. I don't want it to be your life. If I wanted to be your life, I'd invite you to be part of my life. Exactly. I'm not showing you all my shit because that's my shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I get these people to come at me on social and they're like, what about this? What about that? What about this? Why don't you show this? Why don't you show that? Because I don't fucking want to. It's real simple. Like, I come from a different era. I know I'm young and handsome and fucking young looking. Real young looking. I probably look like I'm 25. But I don't come from your all's era. I like my life, bro. Yeah. And I don't understand what happened to America with that. Yeah. Like, you know, now, now we're classifying people based on all these little things. These data points and these questions and these, uh, you know, this information about people's personal lives. You know, like you said a minute ago, back in the day, it wasn't like that. It was like, dude, is this guy cool or is this guy not cool? Right. Now it's like, what table do you get to sit at? Mm. You know, and like, bro, look, I sit at the biggest motherfucking table and I don't like it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's cool. I like people for people. I think we should go back to that. Like, let's have some fucking rules and some manners and some class. Dude, it was better too because there was always like this like mysteria like around other people because you didn't have that information. It made it better. I wasn't able to judge you or have any of that shit. I could be like, oh man, you know, I bet Andy's into some weird shit. Yeah, I ain't gonna ask him though. You know what I'm saying? But like it, it created like times are just better, man. Dude, I, dude. You know? Like, man, I wonder what Keith does when he gets home with his cats. I'm not gonna ask him, but I, I do wonder. That's not what I wonder. I wonder what Keith's cast would taste like. Meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> That's it. I quit. Right. <laughs> dude, dude, it's just so weird. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Yeah, that's real shit, man. But yeah, so we got a thumbs up. Uh, so so this is this is crazy. So the uh, Fox News article reading, 
Uh, a dramatic video captured a mother in Cambodia saving her child just seconds before her home ceiling collapsed. Uh, the incident happened in the capital city of Phnom Penh um, on July 3rd after shoot, uh, shopkeeper Pip Shrey, who operates a business out of that same building, uh, finished up the work for the day, according to Viral Press. The video begins with Shrey holding a baby and standing alongside three young children in the room. A sound is heard. And Shrey and two of the children start running away while screaming. Uh, Shrey, still clutching the baby, then runs back and pulls a child who was left behind in the baby walker to safety. Here is the video. shit is right damn i'll tell you this they would definitely survive in like a horror movie bro did you see how fucking fast they got out of there they booked it bro that's crazy is that what is that is that their house you know oh it's a is it their shop it's like a home shop combo yeah I think there's a it looks here. like the drop ceiling just came detached and fell down it probably wouldn't have killed any of them but they out of there hold on Man, I mean, real talk, I don't think anybody would have got killed in that situation because that's just like super light drop ceiling bullshit, but it probably wouldn't have felt great. <laughs> it's not like she had time to analyze the situation, but I mean, that, that, that's, somebody's getting sued. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So the ceiling that was above her and the children uh, then came crashing to the ground. We saw that. So, quote, uh, he would have died if the roof fell on him. It was just my instinct to run away when I saw the roof falling. Shrey was quoted by Viral Press as saying, quote, something made me look back and I saw him there. So I just ran over and grabbed him. Uh, now, the news agency said builders who later repaired the building blamed the ceiling collapse on poor construction and recent heavy rains that weakened the structure. Quote, there was no waterproofing in the original plans for the house. All of the rain has made the ceiling weaker. It is because of poor construction, one of the builders told Viral Press. Uh, quote, people should be aware of this when they buy homes, uh, as one day it could fall down, just like what happened here. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but, I mean, it is. It no, is it makes sense. Like, if they had a leak, there's no waterproofing on the roof. They got leaked. Drop ceiling got, like, a sponge. Yeah, that yeah. heavy shit fell down. Yeah. I don't think this would have killed anybody. Hmm. This is my I, I think it's a great story. She acted yeah. how you should act. Um, I think the moped probably saved him. Yeah, I'm just saying it never got low enough to, to hit the kid <laughs> right. in, the, in the thing. So, right. Like, look, dude, we got to tell the truth here. Yeah, just dust you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, come this here. is a great story, but. Num, num, come here. You good. <laughs> num, num. <laughs> What's her name? Jip? Pip? <laughs> That's not her name. No. <laughs> yeah, her name was Pip. No, her name. Oh, yeah, her name is Pip. Yeah, yeah. Pip Straight. Yeah. yeah. Bro, you gotta take all these L's against me forever, dude. Let's get used to it. Uh, I, what are we giving this? A thumbs up. Uh, of course. Thumbs up. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. But I mean, right. you know, pedophile's still going to wood chipper. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Well, guys, Andy, that's all I got. All right. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jury box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a
liquor stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll, can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed.